today at Ben B's podcast. We mm. talk about a lady who was raped by her brother yeah. and she tried to kill her son. Oh my oh god, my this, god. Is, this is just a tragic man. Tragedy on so many fronts. Yeah. Yes. And also a cycling accident in NTU mm-hmm. which resulted in death. That's also a tragedy. Yeah. yeah. Because the loss of life is never warranted, right? Yes. All this and more only on planb.sg, proudly brought to you by your friends from Bravo Realtors. Let's go on to the show. You're listening to Plan B Podcast. The opinions expressed and shared on this podcast are of our own. Welcome to planb.sg. We are five months into this pandemic. More than 150,000 people have died. Genuinely, this is what the science is showing. And granted, you know, initially early on, there was a bit of confusion as to what you needed, what you didn't need. Demanded that he should score for Liverpool. A goal against the enemy. Virgil van Dijk. Welcome back to the show. Uh, we are Plan B.SG. I'm Zari Smile. And I'm Darren Ma. And I'm Rahman. So I'm just disturbed by this headline by Mothership. Yes. yes. Uh, written by Julia Yo. Singapore women, woman raped by brother as a child, jailed for trying to kill own son mm-hmm. peacefully mm. with insulin injections. Yep. Oh my gosh! I mean, just just, just the headline itself yeah. mm-hmm. kind of hits you, right? Like uh, the the multiple levels of fucked up. Yes. Yeah, in yeah, this yeah, case. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it's quite a troubling article. Uh. Yes, even yes. when I read the whole article, I, it was a bit difficult mm-hmm. to stomach. Yeah, yeah. So, but I, I guess Raman, like, I mean, would this be entirely new to you, though? No. It Sad happens, to say, no, right? It happens quite often. Often? Yeah, like, I mean, when people are not in the right state of mind. Many times it manifests in this kind of uh, mm. ill-conceived ideas of how they should handle things themselves. Oh wow, I'm I'm kind of shocked that you would dis- actually describe it as often. I mean, in the last mm. six months, don't you think it has happened quite often? Like, okay, okay yeah, yeah, yeah. I I would pitch this to the same level as uh, a few months ago. There was an article about the the daughter who was so badly mentally depressed that uh-huh. she became hyper abusive towards her own parents oh. uh, to uh-huh. the point that her father strangled her. Oh yes, yes, oh, yes, so yes, yes. I mean, it's so screwed up. On it, it is, it is. On many different levels, but it happens often enough, right? And, and I guess, like, with the current situation, and mm. like, I mean, there's, there is a lot of mental health True. problem going around. Yeah. True. I guess, I mean, it, it doesn't help, lah, basically. Mm. So, but mm. in this particular case, it's quite sad. I mean, uh, do you want to go through the article? Yeah, let, let me just yeah. read it out. Uh, so, a woman in Singapore mm-hmm. who was raped and molested by her brother as a child mm-hmm. planned to set her entire family on fire mm. and kill herself mm. but wanted to kill her favourite son by injecting insulin into him as she did not want him to die in pain mm. oh my gosh the woman now 29 was on May fi- uh, was on May 5th sentenced to 5 years jail for poisoning her son reported CNA mm. according to court documents seen by mothership the woman started injecting her son with doses of insulin mm-hmm. on numerous occasions since he was 6 to 7 years old endangering his life mm-hmm. in a few cases where his blood sugar level fell to dangerously low levels yep. so the woman had developed a post-traumatic stress disorder mm-hmm. a PTSD la, mm-hmm. having yep. been exposed to sexual violence after being raped by her elder brother mm-hmm. and allegedly by her father as well Oh my! between the age of 9 to 12 Oh my god mm. After the incidents Came to light When she was 13 mm-hmm. The brother Was sentenced to Two years in a boy's home Due to the rape And molest incidents She grew To harbour hate For her brother mm. 
her relationship with her mother also deteriorated after the incidents as she felt that her mother had taken her brother's side mm. instead of hers. Mm. After learning that her brother's wife was pregnant and due to give birth in 2019, mm-hmm. the accused grew angry with him mm. for being able to move on with his life, mm-hmm. believing that he did not deserve happiness after the hurt he inflicted on her. Yeah. Hatching a plan to kill herself mm-hmm. and her family by setting on fire her mother, brother mm-hmm. and her three children mm-hmm. after her brother's wife gave birth she intended to burn everyone alive with gasoline oh my except her favorite son as she wanted to give him a peaceful death mm. and did not want him to die in pain mm. at the same time she felt that her son resembled her brother oh my god and began developing hatred towards him as he reminded her of what her brother he used to do eh? yeah yep. searching online for peaceful ways to die Mm-hmm. She chanced upon the method of injecting insulin into a person to cause death. Oh my. Mm. She learned that a high dosage of insulin could cause a person's blood sugar level to crash, mm. which would lead to brain damage, coma, mm. or death. Oh yep. my. She decided to use this method mm-hmm. to kill her son in September 2019 okay. by injecting 2 to 3 insulin pens at one go. Injecting a high dosage into him each time. Mm. She purchased three insulin pens from a pharmacy in Malaysia mm. sometime in January 2019 mm-hmm. and learned how to use them via YouTube videos. Oh my. In the same month, she brought her son to Causeway Point for lunch mm-hmm. where she brought him into a toilet. Oh my gosh. And mm-hmm. injected the insulin into him after a meal for the first time. Mm. She noticed he was extra hungry while observing him for a few days. Yeah. The woman continued to administer her son with insulin on 13 occasions okay. between January to July 2019. Injecting 20 to 30 units each time. Oh my. After using the three pens she bought, mm-hmm. the woman bought another box of three insulin pens in Malaysia, which mm-hmm. was seized by the police mm-hmm. in June 2019. So, okay. after a result of the insulin jabs, her son would feel hungry, sleepy, and have a headache after the jab. Mm-hmm. His blood sugar level also fell due to it. Yes. He also f- uh, began feeling other side effects such as severe headaches, nausea, mm. vomiting, double vision, uh, and more. Mm. He was admitted to the NUH on three occasions. So, mm. on July the second in 2019, the woman informed the doctor during a review that her son had a hypoglycemic seizure mm. during a school trip to the zoo, mm-hmm. describing that he was sweating and shivering, thus administering insulin to him. However, mm-hmm. the hospital was informed by a teacher. That the boy was well during the visit to the zoo and did not have a seizure. Oh. So according to the teacher who was a witness to the case, the mm-hmm. woman had told her son, uh, to, had told her that her son had leukemia uh-huh. and only had a few months left to live and had an eye tumor which required surgery. She also claimed that her son uh-huh. needed a liver transplant which should be donated by his father and uh-huh. also pro- uh, produced a doctor's memo stating that her son was on steroids and had Kawasaki disease uh-huh. and was on medication for it. Wow. Do you want me to read the whole thing? This no lah, like, I don't think. Really, it's, yeah. Yeah. The, I mean, the, the the main thing is that she was she actually was found to be a compulsive liar, mm. yeah. and she had this thing I think called um, Munchausen uh, syndrome by proxy. True. Yes. Which yes, means yes. that uh, basically she she constantly lies about her son's conditions in order to gain sympathy for uh, herself. Uh, I think it's also to to imagine that she he is suffering from some form of ailment when he's not right. Uh, yeah, so she lies about it mm-hmm. uh, in order to, and then so she poisons him basically to produce the symptoms, lah. Yeah, uh, and then like, uh, and all of this is geared towards gaining more sympathy for herself. 
Uh. Yeah, so I think like um, in the Madashi article, like later, further down actually, yeah. um, it, it's mentioned lah. Mm. Um, so yeah, I mean, this, this is basically a very tragic story because she she was a victim herself. Yeah, yeah. All those years ago. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And then, you know, like that trauma kind of translates into into harm on the son. Mm. Which I mean, is the most innocent of all, right? Because he didn't do jack shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. And yeah. I mean, but I just, it's it's so... You know, on one hand, obviously, I feel I feel pity for her because she uh. she was a victim, right? Mm. And I mean, she was she was uh, raped by her own brother, father. Mm. Okay, so this is one thing that yeah. honestly, I'm a bit like I I saw a bit of discrepancy because on the Malaysia article, mm. it mentions right that the father was part of this uh, abuse, uh-huh. right? And and in fact, I think later on um, in 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 the article, it mentions that the psychiatric report mentioned that um, she had PTSD from the from the assault from the brother as well as the mm. father, mm. but. From the Straits Times article, yeah. um, it says this, uh, uh, that by this point, she was no longer on good terms with her parents. She felt her mother had sided with her brother and she mm. also accused her father of sexually abusing her, although this was not proven in investigations. Mm. So I'm like, so which one is... Which is, is which? Uh, like, I mean, on one hand, mm-hmm. uh-huh. the Malaysia article seems to imply that you yeah. know, it, it happened, like the father was took part in, in this abuse. Which okay. one was the more comprehensive article? I, I think mothership, the, right? I think the clear cut part is that the brother definitely yes, yes. was charged and all that. But I think perhaps the allegations against the dad was never proven. Lah. Ah, it was ah. never proven, yes. Yeah. So there was nothing to follow up with uh, uh, for the matter with involving the dad. Mm, but yeah. with regards to the brother, the brother was actually sentenced to two years in boys. Yes. Oh. yes. So that that was that's a done and settled kind Bottom of Bottom line is she grew up in a totally screwed up environment. Yes. And yeah. the the icing on the cake is that it seemed that her mother took sides against her. Yes. Now, and, and I think this is a key aspect. Uh, the mm. fact that, you know, as a victim, if you get blamed for part of it or if your family yeah. mm. abandons you in that position as a victim, you will end up… I mean, I feel like uh, the, the, there is a high potential possibility of ending up like this. Yes, mm. yes. The damage internally will be carrying on for many years. Mm. And then now she has done this against her son. Yeah. yeah. So how is that fellow going to survive now? What? kind of PTSD is he gonna be yeah exactly and he's so young I 10 see. years from now you exactly. know what I mean mm-hmm. it's like a chain it's like a vicious cycle right yeah because based on what I read after this was discovered the child was then put into uh, protective services not even with the grandmother not even with anyone else the child, the child was put into protective services mm. which pro- probably means that the child was holed up at the hospital for quite some time after yeah, which right. finally he will be placed in a home of foster care and is that gonna be better for him not Yeah, so I mean, it's just such a it's just such a tragic oh story. Yeah, it's like multi generational failures. Yes, yes, and I mean, like the her mother, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know what the mother did mm-hmm. for because the article says that she felt mm-hmm. that the mother sided with with the, the brother, brother, right, yeah. instead of her. Mm-hmm. So I don't know what the mother did because I don't think it was ever mentioned properly. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. But I mean, this just really shows her uh, that when you have a victim that goes through this kind of trauma, mm-hmm. it's not enough mm-hmm. to just send the perpetrator mm-hmm. to wherever institution. Like, the victim also needs to process that trauma. In fact, it's yeah. probably more important yeah. that the victim is able to move on with life in a healthy way. Yeah, you in know? fact, I, I, I have spoken to a, a, a victim of abuse before. Uh-huh. And I remember in her story, she was... Uh, her mom had divorced her dad early on in life. Uh-huh. And when she was growing up, Uh, her mom had to fend for the family. Mm-hmm. So for many years, she was taken care of the grandmother and yeah. she was most close to the grandmother. Unfortunately, right. grandmother passed away and after that happened, 
the mother went into having a string of different relationships with different men. I see. And uh, when one of these men ended up abusing her, uh, mm. in fact, the guy sodomized her. Okay. And when she brought it up to her mother, uh-huh. her, her mother could not um, accept it. Accept it mm, because mm, mm. she was in desperate need for uh, someone to be in her life. Mm, mm, so mm. that mother actually chose to turn a blind eye to what was happening to her daughter mm, because aye. she did not want to mm. lose that uh, company, right, that, right, that yeah. partner with the man, that other man. Yes, right? yes. I don't know how how to rationalize. Do you then make? Do you then say that the mother wasn't functioning well as a mother, but then the mother also had needs that needed to be fulfilled? Then I mean, how? I mean, I mean, I well, would think in this sort of cases, like, will the mother also be, you know? Mm-hmm. Be facing some some form. Yeah, of, would she be like accessory yeah, to, to in something? The, in the case that it's proven in court, yeah, that so, uh, there are uh, solid evidence to mm-hmm. really back the fact that she knew, but she didn't do anything. Yeah. Mm. Well, not doing anything is one aspect, but that's probably uh, the lowest level of culpability, lah. Right. Mm-hmm. But uh, if the mother willingly participated, the mother created an environment where the child became. Uh, what do you call this? An easy victim of abuse and all right. that. Created an environment. What well, is mm. quite? I guess like, like purposely leave her alone in the house. Yes, with him kind yes, of thing. Yes, mm-hmm. yes. And that kind of shit happens, right? Yep, yep. That I shit see. happens. Yeah, and it's like I I don't know, so I just pretend. I mean, I'm not there, what? <coughs> so I pretend I don't know. Ah. Dude, uh. I, I I've even read reports. Yeah. About uh, I remember one of the rape cases that I read about quite mm. some time back. Yeah. This, gen- this fellow just let came back came out from prison. Mm. Okay. And so he went to his house, uh, his wife's flat. Right. And the wife had four or five daughters. Uh-huh. Right? And then they wanted to have sex. And because the guy spent too much time in prison, mm-hmm. he gained weight. His wife also gained weight. I see. They tried to have sex, they couldn't. Then okay. the mother actually suggested, why don't you try one of the daughters? Whoa, Whoa, what wow. the fuck? Yeah, that kind of shit happens, bro. That's why at the beginning of this podcast, you asked me... Um, oh, God. <clears throat> how? Wait, this is not in the news? No, these are these are basically just reported judgments that you can you can read lah. I mean, which, not not wait, every this, single case makes it to the news, why? Right? Yeah, yeah. This uh, and this is a reported judgment which we can actually just read. Yeah, like yeah. that. Yeah. Oh God. That's yeah, that's bro. crazy, man. Like that's yeah. that's legit crazy. Yeah. So this kind of shit happens, and I don't know. Uh, okay, for me personally, because I do a lot of divorce work, right? Uh-huh. Uh, I feel very strongly about it because. Um, for many years, there's always been like some perspective that a child is better with a mother or a child is better with a father. Right, but right, right. Of course, I think the law has gotten it right in that the overarching principle must always be the welfare and and, and welfare and best interest of the child. Yes, uh-huh. yes. Right? But sometimes when it comes to deciding on what is that welfare and best interest, mm. it's always a bit of a grey area. Okay? Mm. Now, and, and I have said this in many different contexts, but if you guys think about you remember last time there was a Nonoi case and then yeah, what, yes, there was a, yeah. there were well, there was basically a string of seven or eight cases where children died oh. uh-huh. uh, as a result of them being placed in an environment where one party had moved on mm, right. and the new individual in the life uh, just can't take care of the child. Uh. I see. Mm, I see. So I think I don't know. I mean, perhaps MSF can can do more in this regard. More research can be done. Some of the scholar brains can be put to, <laughs> to put use, <laughs> but something needs to be done yeah, about this. Yeah, you yeah. know, I see. For and I don't. I, what What do you think? Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Like maybe some kind of follow up system. 
Because mm. I mean, there's also like a moral kind of quandary, right? Like, if if this child is not yours, mm. I mean, why are you are you morally obliged to to take care of that child? No lah. Not only are you not morally obliged, but the reality is, can you actually take care of that child? Yeah, like do, are you, you, do you actually have the scare? Yeah. Have, yeah, like emotionally, do you have that bond? This one. To me, and no. Secondly, I, to, to me, I, I will say no. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, you yeah, say, yeah. say, 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 like, uh, I mean, if I were to place my my myself in a position where I marry a, a what do you call this a, a a woman with two of two of her own kids from a previous yeah, relationship, I see. Yeah. I would never care for those kids like as if they were mine. Like. Yeah, exactly. Like I mean, really? and it's not just a matter. No, really? but I feel like it's not just a matter. Like we shouldn't be framing it as oh, but so you're irresponsible. It's like the fact is that you did not grow up with this kid. Yeah, you I did see. not have that that chance to form that bond, emotional yeah, bond yeah. with them. Yeah, so I mean, you know, I, some people would disagree with this, right? I mean, no. So that's why I say it's important like how we frame it because it's <laughs> not just a matter. I mean. Can anybody no, no. just see, be thrown uh, into an orphanage to be, take, I, to I be can, taking care of children? No, I can right? say, I can say, like yeah. say for example, you marry someone who has children from previous relationship, yeah. relationship you can be responsible. I see. You can take okay. care, you can financially support, uh-huh. you can yeah. be there emotionally for mm. your partner yeah. mm. when mm. she has to take care of those children. Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But mm. whether you, you can actually love the child like your own, how many people can do that? I don't know, maybe yeah. half. Yeah, yeah. In your experience, mm. Uh, the cases that you handle? In my experience, it doesn't happen that yeah. often. So, I mean, this, this is actually a very interesting mm. topic because like, th- these kind of stories are mm. not the norm, right? Like, yeah. you, And so, these stories typically go unheard of. Yes. Mm-hmm. But what it does manifest as mm-hmm. is people saying stuff like, oh, don't don't get involved with a woman who already has a child. That's, oh, no, no. I and wouldn't that, go there. La. No, no exactly, that, exactly. But mm. that is a very demeaning thing to say. Yeah. And that's, that's a very offensive kind yeah. of a statement yeah. to, to make, right? Of yeah. course. But the thing is that, you know, there probably needs to be a lot more unpacking of what that even means in the first place. Mm. Mm. Because, I mean, it sounds sexist as fuck and it probably is. Yeah, mm. that, that's wrong. I disagree with that. That's, yes, that's yes. not mm. where I'm coming from. Exactly, where I'm but coming at the same time, you need to understand that the, ch- the children need to be protected no matter what. Exactly. Mm. You need to mm-hmm. prioritize the children over any future relationship. Exactly. And it's not as easy as just saying, oh, since you are getting involved romantically with this woman, therefore, uh-huh. you should also su- suddenly gain all of the skill sets that, re- that are required Correct. of being and a the caregiver. Wom- the woman needs to be mature enough to understand that even if she's romantically involved in, in a new relationship, her priorities to her kids should be mm. a different thing altogether. What was the overemphasis of the word woman? Like, is this based on, uh, you know, I mean, what you have the, seen? In all the cases that yeah. are reported of children dying. Yeah. Right. I mean, just, the cases speak for itself. Uh. If you're interested mm. in the topic, you should go and read up on it. Mm. Actually, like, yeah. it happens very often that a child is, loses a life because of a new partner. And mm. it has happened enough times. Uh, too many times. Yeah. Too many times. Yeah. Is this victim blaming? Victim blaming, eh? No, no, I mean the victim here. The victim is, the is dead, what? bro. Yeah, the victim's the child. Yeah. I see. No, I was No, don't worry, don't worry. You get where I'm coming from, right? I know, I know. I, you, you're trying I, to cover I was, your ass in case some woke people come after you. <laughs> <laughs> but, but no, in this case, the victim is the child and the child yeah. is, is, is unfortunately Sorry, deceased. Yeah. Uh, no, no, no. no. It, it was, there was another article that came to my name. Uh, I will, I will, we're going to take a <laughs> short break right now. Mm. But yeah, I think because, we should revisit this. Yeah. Honestly, I feel like this can be a go, topic in yeah, itself. Yeah, this can be a topic in itself. Yes. Yep.
But anyway, I mean to summarize and to go back to the to the initial topic. Right. I hope that child that uh, this woman was trying to kill, since she actually loved the child. I hope he's yeah, in, yeah. he's in a better place, and I hope he's being taken care of by whoever it is that's taking care of him. Whether he's in a home, whether he's in foster care, whether he's in some form of residential setting. Yeah. And I also hope that enough money gets spent on getting the child that proper treatment and proper uh, psychiatric attention. Yeah. And I hope she sure does also, up. honestly. I hope the woman also yeah. gains yeah. The, the, the relevant treatment. Yeah, and the woman's young, bro. 29 that, years old. Nee. That's why I hope she's mm, able mm, to move mm, on right. because, I mean, despite what she has done, she mm. was a victim of her circumstances. Yeah. And, and maybe someday they can be reunited, right? Yeah. And mm. I think she, she definitely deserves a second chance yep. at life, you know, and to, and to move forward in yeah. a productive and, and, and good way. Agreed. Agreed. Let it all digest. Mm-hmm. Uh, for those of you who's who's listening to Plan B right now, mm-hmm. gonna be taking a short break. And no, I can summarize for you: the world's a fucked up place. It's <laughs> <laughs> dark, man. But it is right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We will well, be back right after this. Even so, if yeah. you are living in an effed up place, like you mm, said, mm, 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 what you need is, bro, a, nice a good home. place to stay in. A nice <laughs> oh my gosh. home. It's just like a dark segue. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure the, a, I'm sure the advertisers will appreciate this. Yes. <laughs> you need a nice home. So yeah. do your property health check. Okay. Back um this podcast probably brought to you by your friends from Bravo Realtors. All you've got to do is to follow their Facebook and Instagram at bravorealtors.brs or if you are looking for a property health check, do so right now. All you've got to do is to call this number or WhatsApp this number. It's 800 2300 That's 800-2300. Fazlin, Kamal and Hazrul are still with us yes. uh, in this particular episode. Uh, we are talking about resale versus BDO. Yes. And you have a question. Yeah, I had a question actually. So previously, I think that that term came up like the quota thing, right? Like Mm -hmm. the racial quota thing. And then it just kind of hit me like, if you're an interracial couple, how does that work? Yeah. Yes. That would be uh, ideal. Yeah. Like, yeah. Good for you. It would be an advantage. Actually. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. You qualify for both. Yes. You oh, can really? choose. You yeah, can yeah. choose either That's to right. use wow. your race. For example, if uh, a Malay married to a Chinese, right. uh-huh. you can actually choose which race you want to mm. use for oh. them when, you, when it comes to selection yeah. of the flat. I see. Yeah. Oh. For example, I have um, a personal case mm-hmm. uh, right. of a couple who just, whose, whose house, right, whose BTO just uh, reached its MOP okay. and I've managed to sell it to them. So the husband is a Malay. Uh-huh. Uh, his race is Malay while the the wife, uh, her race is Chinese. Okay. Yeah. So when I am house hunting for her, for them, right? Mm-hmm. So I don't have to worry about whether the Malay quota has been filled. Because I can also tap on go go via the route of the Chinese quota I as well. See. So Are there any like back what's it called like uh, <laughs> drawbacks in any way mm. for for this or is it no, really no, just no. it's yeah. all just in an fact advantage. it is an advantage. Yeah, it is. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Mm. I'm wow, thinking okay. like what if someone has uh, <clears throat> mixed blood. And then, <laughs> uh, he, it's yeah. dependent Chips. on what's written on your IC. <laughs> what if it's yeah. double barrel race? You know, <laughs> nowadays got the. Malay, Chindian. Chinese. Ah, yes, yes, yes. Yeah. yes. Chindian marry with uh, Malay Japanese. <laughs> ah. <Wow. laughs> so you qualify so for all qualify four. For all. <laughs> Honestly, sir, we haven't come across we haven't all come yeah. <laughs> You qualify <laughs> even for the others, bro. <laughs> ah. Man, oh. And for your information, uh, Arab goes under the category under others. Others. Yeah. others. Oh. Javanese. Javanese Malay. Malay. 
Boyanese. Malay so, also. Wow, okay. Yeah. Okay. This you, is a headache. Yeah. So many, you cut, so many cut, categories. Cut, uh, your, your, your blood that's dripping got blachan. So it's still Malay. I know. Yeah, <laughs> it's a policy which uh, HGB actually introduced to. That one's no. <laughs> Some Melayu like only eat Western blachan. food. Blachan. Yeah. No, Western food. Okay, okay, okay. Tolerance to blachan. But so. Western food, sure, <laughs> eat chili with chili sauce, right? Mm. I don't know. Uh, yeah. okay. So, <laughs> what, what, so yeah. Yeah. Fazlin actually was saying no, something. No, I was, I was saying that Uh, this policy was actually introduced by HDB mm-hmm. and it is called actually EIP and right. like integ- integration policy mm-hmm. uh, uh. where they want to ensure that uh, no certain race mm-hmm. outnumber another I see I mean I yeah. see yep. that's right, actually right, good right, right. Okay, okay. But this is interesting because I mean, I think the number of uh, in- interracial marriages mm. are going up. Right? Yeah, it is. Yeah, it and, is. and because of this, you also have children like more and more people who are mixed-blooded mm. and who are yeah. double-barreled like Rama mentioned. Yeah. So yeah. Like in the future, you know, this might become a bit of a… Problem. Yeah, I mean, problem or you know like… Good problem. Maybe. Some people yeah. will, will have an advantage. Lah, yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly. Mm. So Kamal mentioned if he uh, was young, mm-hmm. he will probably go for the BTO. Yeah, <laughs> because he has time to wait. Uh, okay. And, yeah. Uh, no, not not time to wait because <laughs> probably when my time it was a yeah. uh, walking walking selection. Uh-huh. So oh. I just have to wait le- uh, less than a year. I oh, see. Very I different see. from now. Eh? So now it's different. Yes. Because mm, they yes. have a certain percentage. Yeah. Enough percentage, then they start to build these uh, flats. What's okay. the What's the waiting time like now? About. Four to five years. Oh, do, do you see, see? Do you foresee this wait getting even longer mm. with like all of the stuff going on right now? I, yes. Okay. Because uh, of probably. This, yeah. Eh? Mm. Yeah. It will be get longer because of the recent cases. Right? Yes. Yes. I see. yes. Yeah. So that's the good thing about BTO. Mm-hmm. What about resale? Before that, we've heard from Kama. What about Fazlin? If you mm. You're young right now. Yeah, what would you choose? Yeah, what would you choose? <laughs> you are young right now. Wow. Yeah. Fazlin looks sad because he thinks he's still young. Bro. Well, he's I'm young at heart. Yeah. 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 Yes, young at heart. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I think Kamal also mentioned that mm. if you have a place to stay, mm. you yeah. have an accommodation. So, of course, it wouldn't be a problem for you to wait for a BTO. Mm. The problem comes in when you are married and, for mm. example, you have a child in tow. Yes. Yes. Uh-huh. Yes, yes, you really need a place. Mm. Right. Yes. So resale is the next best option. Mm. Yeah. So we have we have not touched about the the things which uh, I mean the the grants which the mm. government the HDB actually offer for resale yep. flat also. Mm. What are oh, some yes. of the grants yeah. offered? Yeah, they actually yeah. offered up to 160,000 grants. Grants. Wow. Yeah. For yeah. resale. For yeah. resale flat. I mean, are, are these pegged on like your your income level or? Yes, it is. Okay. Uh, but uh, there are some uh, which is guaranteed. For oh. example, the first timer grant, right? Mm-hmm. Right, right? For right. family, will be 50,000 for oh. f- a four-room. Wow. Thing, uh, And below. below. Mm-hmm. I, yeah. see. I see. But uh, for five-room above, will be 40,000. What else is there? Proximity? There'll be proximity housing grant. Ah. Uh, living with or near parents. Yes. Ah. Or yes, near yes. the child. I see, I see. It will be oh, 20 okay. or 30,000. Okay. Wow. For example, oh, that's quite yeah. a lot. So, eh? it is a lot. It, it easily gives you 80,000 of yes, grant. Yes, yes, yes. Ah. Then they have another one which is called uh, Enhanced Housing Grant. What ah. is that? It is actually packed to the salary. Just yes. now Darren was asking. Ah, okay. Okay. Uh-huh. Yes. So, of course, the lower your salary, the higher your EHG. Ah. What is EHG? Enhanced Housing Grant. Oh. Yeah. oh so, this, this is actually inverse. So the lower your income, the more the grant. Yes. yes. Yeah, this is to help yes. people get. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Makes sense. Makes because like, it's not a loan, right? This yeah. Is, make it affordable. Could ah, you give it? Okay. This is just a giveaway by the, the government, government oh. to help yeah. to help Singaporeans to own a flat. What I is see, the range like? Let's say someone who's earning 
3.5k per month It'll what is the grant 45000 to 50000 oh. and yeah. let's say you're earning about 12000 a month how much would that be <laughs> then you, you may not you won't be able to get it yeah you won't be able to get it because you also you need a higher amount <laughs> yeah. i mean you could have a housewife or a house husband <laughs> and you earn 12000 a month you not, still got to live in hdb not right? toy boy ah but this this grants once you sell off it will goes back to your CPF. CPF. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, it will be part of your CPF. Ah, okay. Mm. Okay. Mm. So, so that is the reason why it is called CPF housing grant. grant. <laughs> I see. Ah. You can never cash it out. Mm. It yes, has yes. to go back to your CPF. But at least you still have that money. Right? Makes yes. sense uh, because if not people yeah. will game the system in a True. way, right? Correct. Yeah. 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 Correct. Yeah. Hasrul, what about you? Uh, BTO or resale? Well, for me, I'm single and I'm not available. Lo- available, not looking to <laughs> sell down anytime soon. If uh-huh. you ask me, I'll go for the BTO route because mm. I, I have time and I don't mind renting a place while waiting for 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 the BTO. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, however, um, I mean, sometimes I do think whether I want a bigger space, even though I'm a one person. As you can tell from my uh, <laughs> build, yeah. I need a bigger space, right? Mm. So yeah. sometimes I, I still ponder with the idea of getting a resale instead mm. because I, I like to have that space and I like the 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 quaint of that old HDB uh, mm. feeling, you know. Mm. Right, uh, right. So uh-huh. and the good thing is, like 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 uh, what Fazlin and Kamal has said, uh, if I were to opt for resale, mm-hmm. I would be having all these grants available. Mm. Uh, Uh, to me to uh, so called offset the between the the price difference of the resale and BTO mm. so yeah so I something see. for you all to think about right, right we we will be taking a short break definitely and uh, we're going to delve deep into the pros and cons of ha- having a resale right after this mm-hmm. we have spoken a lot about BTO Yeah, uh, we've heard our agents' uh, preferences yeah. with regards to BTO and, and resale. Some of the grants that are available. Uh, and tell us, um, you know, uh, you pander to which sentiment or which mm. particular opinion in this particular episode. Mm. Mm. Uh, and you can also follow them on Instagram. It's at Bravo Realtors dot brs on mm. your Facebook as well. You can also call them uh, at this number. It's eight one hundred two three hundred. Get your property health check right away. Mm. This number eight one hundred two three hundred. We will be back with more news to come only on Plan B dot SG. Welcome back to the show. Another. Mm. Um, Another grim news, ah. Uh. Yeah. Grim news. This is a tragedy. Yeah. Uh, on the Straits Times. I'm going to read uh, this article. Yeah, from the Straits Times, written by Jean Lau, published mm. on the 4th of May, about a cyclist killed in an accident involving a shuttle bus at NTU, mm-hmm. and she bought her bicycle the week before. Says the husband. Mm. So mm. the cyclist. Oh, by the way. Yeah. The reporter name is Jean. Ow. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh, not oh, it's not an I, not an L. Ah, thanks. So. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Jean. Yeah, <laughs> Miss Wong Siu Yuan was born at home, and she had been unable to see her family in Seremban, Malaysia. And it's what was what her husband said, lah. Mister mm. Yee Ti Cheng, 58 years yep. old. Mm-hmm. Uh, she seldom rides a bicycle in Malaysia, and she rarely rides a bicycle on the road. So I've always disapproved of her buying a bicycle. He mm. said, "I should have insisted at that time. The accident would not have happened." Mister Yee, in an interview. With Shimin Shinmin Daily News on Tuesday, mm-hmm. he is currently in Malaysia with their 19-year-old son. Oh, Mr. Yee is hoping to be allowed to attend his wife's funeral. Miss mm-hmm. Wong was cycling with a friend around the NTU campus when she was involved in an accident with the shuttle bus in Nanyang Drive at about 8:45 p.m. Mm-hmm. 
the 49-year-old factory supervisor was pronounced dead at the scene by a Singapore by a SEDF paramedic. Uh, an NTU spokesperson told the Straits Times that the university's campus security was at 8.45pm. The cyclist was a member of public visiting the university, said the spokesman who extended uh, NTU's condolences to Miss Wong's family. Mm-hmm. He added that the university and its bus service provider Tongta Transport are mm-hmm. assisting the police in their investigations. Uh, the report also showed that the male friend who rode with Miss Wong told reporters at the scene that he was riding in front of her. He said they were going to use the zebra crossing to get the opposite side of the road where Miss Wong fell. The oh, bus yeah. could not avoid her. He uh-huh. added, an NTU student was on her way home from class at about 9.45pm mm-hmm. when she and her classmate drove past the scene. Mm-hmm. As we drove closer, we saw someone who looked like a police officer trying to direct traffic and subsequently a blue tent. Oh, mm. God. So, um, I'm, I'm not going to read the whole article. Mm-hmm. But, no, but, but I think this part is uh, quite important. Safe Cycling Task Force President Stephen Lim yeah. said that having cycled in NTU previously, yes, he knows yes, the terrain yes. can be challenging mm. for some riders. He reminds cyclists to be familiar with the traffic rules and plan their route properly before riding. Because it's not just new cyclists who might struggle, even avid cyclists might find it challenging. True. The hilly terrain is difficult for a lot of people and it depends on how strong you are. Wow, actually that's an understatement. Uh. What? <laughs> Based on the report, the accident took place about 9.45pm. Yes. If you are there at 9.45pm, uh, uh-huh. not only are the roads hilly, uh-huh. the lanes are small, yes. the yeah. buses are big, and they drive them slow, mm. and it's Damn duck! Yeah, so NTU I Correct. think has this um, yeah. reputation for being like Pulau NTU, right? Like it's his own Pulau. Ulu, ulu, it's ulu. Yeah, it's damn Ulu. It's, it's Ulu. Mm. And scary. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which is why like I think a lot of NTU students just stay there. Like they don't bother traveling, commuting Dude, back for Talking and stuff. about staying there, when I drive past the student hostel, yeah. Like, it's damn dark, bro. If I I mean I if my daughter was walking there, I'd be scared for her. You understand what I mean? I understand. Oh, okay, understand yeah, understand. It's, it's really... I don't know why it has to be so dark. Why they cannot get more lights? Huh? I don't know. I used to study there mm. and I used to oh, stay used to... at a hostel there. Okay. Uh, it's scary as shit. Hey. Mm-hmm. Um, although it might be dark from the outside, mm-hmm. <laughs> there's activity on the inside. That aside, no, sorry, sorry. sorry Darren, just, I quickly went past that so you wouldn't... Yeah. Your walk ass wouldn't kind of like I, fire me. <laughs> yeah, I missed it and I think I'm going to leave it that way. <laughs> and... Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, when you mentioned about cycling, mm-hmm. I mean, I ride to school. Mm. Oh, so, okay. it, it's... It, I mean, the hills are really... Oh, yeah, yeah. It, yeah, And the lanes are them small, right? True, 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 true. And the buses are... You know, they'll fill, it, it will fill a full lane. Yes. Like, really end-to-end. Yes. So, I one thing, right? Like, because, I mean, I, I know that as an NUS student, I'm not uh, in a position to complain about NTU. Mm-hmm. But I have visited the, the, the campus before. It, it and just, yeah, it's yeah. like, I mean... Fuck that place, uh, sorry. Uh, like, nothing to do with the school. Nothing yeah, to do with the institution. Yeah. School's fine, yeah. But fuck the campus, man. Yeah. Like, I don't know what the hell Dude, they the were roads. Thinking. Screw the roads, bro. Mm-hmm. You know how many times I drive there and I go there often enough for reasons, uh, never mind, I need to elaborate. Okay. Yeah. But, you know, it's difficult to even see people at the zebra crossing. Aye. Mm-hmm. So, You're right. You're yeah, right. You can drive up to the zebra crossing and you have to jam brake because mm. you didn't. You can't realize that somebody's actually waiting to cross. Oh my God. Yeah, mm. it's damn dark and I don't know what's up. And their so, roads are damn small. So I have just one question. Yes, mm. what? Does NTU have a school of architecture? I don't think uh, so. I don't know. Or maybe that's why lah. Mm. Oh. Maybe they need to <laughs> open a school mm-hmm. yeah. for urban planning or some shit. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> hey, 
oddly enough, uh, there's no university in Singapore that does a, a, that has an urban planning course. Ah, uh, maybe that's why lah. Right. Really? I don't know. But we are damn good urban planners. Eh? URA is like... Meaning what? We import from outside? Eh? I don't know where we get it from. I mean, then fuck lah. These people from outside also, can you please look at our campuses? Because even honestly, even NUS, mm-hmm. yeah. I mean, it's not as bad, right? NUS is, no, is nowhere as dark. Yeah. Mm-hmm. At least among, at least in like the main school areas. Yes. I think like there are parts of NUS that's also them ulu. Mm-hmm. But no, like, but even if you go to the halls, the car parks are brightly lighted. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The the whole hall area is brightly brightly lit. Yeah, but the uh-huh. the hills are also a bit. It's a bit hilly also. Yeah, some parts are hilly. I so agree. I mean, like I just don't understand mm-hmm. why the people who built these campuses mm-hmm. didn't do something about that shit. But mm. you can't change the geography of it, right? You can't change the fact that it's hilly. But you can make the roads more safe for that terrain. Yeah, like, I mean, you can build around it, right? Yes, it, yes, it, yes. There are parts where it feels like this. Like people just kind of put buildings there and were like. Uh, man, I just put a staircase here also. <laughs> <laughs> Hard to build around it. La. I mean, mm. like, the roads are there to stay for sure. Yes. I, but I think in terms of lighting, it could be better. Yeah. Right, right, right. And yeah. expand the road, la. make yes. the lane bigger. Be that, this one. If you're going to cycle there, there's the honestly, the bicycle and a bus mm. cannot fit on that one lane. Oy. But but really, uh, I, I haven't... During my time there, I don't see many people cycling because it's really hard. Yeah, yeah. like the incline yeah, is yeah. really steep, bro. Yeah, yeah. Even yeah. with a mountain bike, Oy. I have to go down and like push. No, mm. oh wow, you will not cycle there. Mm. I know if you if you really see, I won't even about... go there because it's just too damn far for me. Yeah. <laughs> it's like Pioneer Road. North. Yeah, I, like I, it's so fucking ulu that even if you take the MRT to the last green, I think like uh, Jukun, is it? Yeah, I think mm. no, it's no longer the the westernmost uh, station right like, uh-huh. but at the point in time it was even if you take it to there mm-hmm. you still need like at least I think an hour 45 minutes plus to get to the campus itself oh, that's last time how fucking far it was when Boonley yeah. was the last station I think, I think so that's yeah. how fucking far mm-hmm. this goddamn place is mm. I mean I, oh my god why would anyone want a university there I do not understand because there's space you need to build like a full campus right mm. you need space where you where you gonna put it? Tuapayo. NTU used to be called Nantak, right? Nan, is it? Long time ago. I don't know. I don't know, I don't know the history the of history, that place. Yeah, yeah. Nanta lah. I mean, even now in in Chinese, it's called Nanta. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Like Ta is in for Ta Shui, like university. Ta Shui means university. Ta means big, uh, literally. But Ta Shui means university. I see. Well, condolences to the family. Yeah, man. Yeah, I mean, it's such a pity because, and yeah. especially given the fact that you know her her family is in Malaysia. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like that. So that was she was working in the university or what? She's a visitor no, she according a visitor. to the article. I don't know. Yeah. But, but here's the thing. Like I, I, I've chanced upon several YouTube videos mm-hmm. asking viewers to actually go there because there's like a secret garden. Wow. Yeah, really? there, there, there is. There is okay. a secret garden. There's also a secret fishing spot, by the way. Wow. Uh, but you got to do it quickly because the security will come. Uh, <laughs> but, but, but because of, maybe because of these videos, people uh-huh. actually want to explore. And uh-huh. right now, you see people are exploring around Singapore. Yes, yeah, yes, it's yeah. largely an unexplored place. But uh, Because we've got nothing else to do. Right? Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And maybe yeah. it's it's uncharted. Mm. Uh, but going to day lah, you know. Yeah, yeah. Yes, really unfortunate incident. Mm. And I hope uh, if you are actually planning to go on a cycling trip there, mm. please be careful. Be careful. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, but uh, on that note, yeah, let's go for the secret fishing spot. You sure? <laughs> yeah. Because there is, you know. Yeah. Big ones, bro. Oh. But I don't think you would want to go there. It's quite hilly. Oh, must walk. Uh. Yeah, I. <laughs> I'm not the hiker sort already. Oh, you know, man. ten already. years back, mm-hmm. ten years back, I used to do like hiking and all that. I love that sort of shit. Oh my yes. god! Right now, I don't know. 
How I'll pay no. to fish. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'm still looking forward to our Lazarus Island trip. After oh, this, yes. After, the, the, after Raya. After Raya. Yeah, Let's do it. Well, yeah. I guess it also depends on how many people we have and uh, I don't know lah. No, no, we less than five. Plan B only right now officially. Me, you. Oh, that's true, yes. Okay, yeah. wait. Let me just count. Me, you, mm-hmm. yourself, yes. Alex, four, and a cook. <laughs> that's all we need And oh. that's within five Eh, five Then after that Who's going to drive the boat? Yeah lah, five lah The cook and The cook Oh, so he, oh, he is the cook as well? Lah. Yes Wow Yes. Do you have a driver and a cook? I have Or oh, uh, we cook I will, You cook We can cook ah. Yeah, we yeah, can we cook. cook We yeah. can cook <laughs> yeah. oh, that'd be, Okay, that'd be cool I, that, Yeah, but I heard of a yacht company That has this service So let's do that I'm serious about this, you know Me too <laughs> And maybe after that We can Do a contest Can we swim? We can swim? go for a swim no, do you swim? I swim, I swim. Oh, nice. Maybe uh, six months down the road, we'll do a contest. Mm. And maybe one of our listeners who's lucky enough will win it. And then uh-huh. they can join us after wow. it goes to back that's, to eight people. Okay. Wow, that's an idea. Yeah. Yeah, five people, okay? <laughs> I have the perfect... Oh, show me the boat that you 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 have. Okay. The contacts. And I'll show you uh, the ones that we have. Mm. Okay. And we see what's the best value for money. All right. And we will... Maybe we do a podcast on board. I don't oh, know. that would be damn we, cool. We should, yes, right? Yes, yes, yes. I'm going to study how to use the Roadcaster Pro. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and we will do it on the ship. Oh, nice. Yes. Yeah. Uh, and this podcast probably brought to you from uh, uh, by our friends from... BravoRealtors.brs You can follow them on Instagram and Facebook And you can also call them for a property health check At this number 8100-2300 It's 8100-2300 For more details And this is the end of the podcast We'll see you in the next one Mm -hmm. Bye-bye